Welcome back to another episode of Gesso Girls. I am currently recording this intro on the floor of my studio because there is not a single other place to sit in my studio currently. My microphone is propped up on a tub of gesso, how appropriate, um, and I'm looking around me at a bunch of ornaments, commissions, all sorts of things that require my attention and um, are holiday-esque. And the reason I mention this is because I did want to remind you guys that Aaron and I are dropping down to three episodes a month um, because of the holiday craziness. And we're going to reassess. We might just do this going forward, but hopefully it's just for the holidays. Um, and therefore, there will be no episode next week, sadly. Um but we wanted to make it up to you guys with a fun conversation with Kat Leapins. And you know Kat because Kat was our first interview on Gesso Girls. So we're really excited to have her back. Also, because Kat is the queen of Halloween. Erin um, and I love Halloween and Kat loves it just as much as us. So we thought how appropriate to have Kat back on to have a fun lighthearted conversation about what she's been up to since last year and also just fun Halloween stories you know creativity Halloween I think go hand in hand so we wanted to talk all about that um really it's just a lighthearted conversation with friends so we hope that you can sit back hopefully in your studio while you're creating something painting something sculpting something um and listen in like it's a conversation with friends um and we also wanted to mention that, though this is a Halloween episode, um, there are some spooky sounds in the back. Um, I am not an audio engineer, and I couldn't quite figure out how to edit out um, some spooky sounds that are going on. Aaron and Kat both have beautiful fur babies who, uh, while we were recording, you know, needed something to distract themselves with, so there are some bone chewing sounds <laughs> so truly a little bit spooky um coming from um the the pups <laughs> while they're while we are recording so hopefully you aren't too distracted by that regardless we hope you enjoy this conversation with cat and we will miss you terribly next week we hope that um, you have a wonderful halloween and if you miss us as much as we miss you next week we hope you go back and listen to old episodes maybe the first interview with cat um, from last year and thank you guys so much again we'll see you in two weeks and without further ado here is our conversation with cat so Kat, let's just dive right in. And what's going on in your world of art? How have you been doing? Any big changes since we last talked to you, which has probably been over a year now um, since we last spoke. Um, fill us in. Mm, gosh. Okay. Since we last talked, let's see. I am still doing YouTube. Um, I have uh, worked my way up to almost 10,000 subs now. That's so uh, that, that's, that's awesome. been a, that's been a big change. That's feels good. Um, people are interested in watching. So uh, I'm trying to think what else is going on. Um, projects? Any projects? I think I've seen you post a lot more like large scale pieces lately, murals and collaborations. Um, well, okay. So the newest thing that I have going on right now that, well, it's really is kind of like related to my art, but like I joined the industrial maker team so I'm actually um, doing a lot of filming and video editing and cool. all kinds of other odds and ends uh, with him. So that's been a really good learning experience, but it's also um, been really good for networking with other YouTubers. I was actually um, telling Julia before you hopped on that um, I just met Kipto and 1000. Oh, cool. So yeah, it was it was kind of one of those moments where it's like when you're a big fan and you're trying to like secretly, you know, not freak out. Be cool. But, right. But try to act like a valid artist that, you know, has insights and, you know, deep questions and whatever. So um that was probably like that that was actually like an anxiety ridden week for me when those two guys were collaborating on a mural in the industrial maker workshop um but it was cool because i was there you know talking and filming and you know hanging out and getting to pick their brains and everything so, so cool. yeah it was everything from you know like their art and process and style and technique to um 
just, you know, even just the business side of things. So it was really interesting to hear a couple of um, other artists, YouTube artists take on, you know, how they handle uh, those things. Um, that Do isn't really interesting insights that you'd want to share. Uh, it's like curiosity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's really interesting because there are people that kind of like for the business side of things, you know, making money from YouTube, obviously like there's, um, when you become monetized, you make money when they run ads during your videos, that kind of stuff. So you're, there's income coming from being monetized, but, um, you also have the opportunity to make money. Like if you work with sponsors and that kind of stuff. So there are a lot of artists that'll try to, you know, like pair up with like a Squarespace or, you know, somebody to like sponsor their video to then also bring in, you know, added income to what they're doing. So talking with these guys, um, it was really interesting because um, they're so focused on their merch. Mm. So um, 1000 actually just uh, launched a Kickstarter that I think at this point has made over $2 million. Like wow. he literally like broke Kickstarter, like the servers him. shut down. Yeah. He was the, the largest Kickstarter like in history now at wow. this point. So um, just, you know, hearing from them that it's like, you can do this on your own. You don't need to depend on sponsors and, you know, mm -hmm. having to feel like you need to be like an influencer of like other people's brands or products or whatever, that it's like, you can do this and do it for yourself. And just like, you know, all of the, the business and everything behind that and just the hours and hours of work that go into doing something like that. Mm -hmm. um, also just, um, you know, the idea of like bringing on employees and being able to like delegate and, you know, focus on the things that you're good at, as opposed to, you know, trying to do everything. Um, so, but you know, that, that yeah. happens with scale, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. You we can't do that all at once. Yeah. Well, yeah. I have to say that's really refreshing to hear um, about the sponsors and being able to do it your, on your own. Cause I do find that sometimes, um, I mean, I've obviously been in that space for health and wellness in my mm -hmm. past and it gets tricky because you get locked into contracts, you get locked into stuff and you can't say like, let me try it before I talk about it. So it's kind of like this weird like limbo of like, well, I'm, I don't like, would I have bought it if I hadn't been gifted it? Maybe, maybe not. Um, mm -hmm. So it's just like one of those things that it gets to this weird area and it's like, you know, some of these people, people need financial support to pursue their careers. So, you know, there's a lot of people that are going to fall, you know, that's going to, they're going to run with it. They're going to grab onto those sponsorships. Um, but it is nice to hear that you don't have to rely on that. Like that doesn't have to be what you think is going to get you going and rolling. Right. Yeah. And the, those guys also have like Patreon. Mm -hmm. So they right. have patrons backing them. But again, that's like, people that love what they do, right. you know, so mm -hmm. it's not coming from like a, another brand or whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, it was, it was really interesting talking about all of those things. I actually um, went up to Michigan and got to meet um, 1000's wife, his um, baby, their dog, you know, hang out, spend the night. He's a great ping pong player. So mm -hmm. he whooped me mercilessly. That's awesome. But yeah. So, that's I mean, that doesn't really have a lot to do with my art, but that's, you know, <laughs> Well, it shows artists are humans. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I think yeah. it's cool to show that, like, you're making these sort of, like, incredible connections, too. Like, that your art has, you know, and your connections that you're making are taking you places, too. Like, that's a big deal. The community. Yeah, totally. I think yeah. that's, like, something that we've all been talking about even, like, before, like, years ago about just, like, the community of art and, like, really finding ways to you're not on your own. You're not this little island uh, competing against the other artists. It's really a community and artists are willing to share what they know and to help everyone, uh, you know, build as their own brand and their own artists as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm just trying to think what else is going on. I've got a couple more commissions in the works. Um, I'm working with um, the, the vineyard out of uh, Texas again. I'm doing oh, cool. another, another wine for them, another wine label. Um so I'm actually excited about that one. It's a, I'm going to say this wrong. It's going to be totally butchered. It's a Sanier, which is like a rosé that where they le they let the grapes bleed for longer. Okay. 
So they're like, they love the the story of it being like a little bit like gruesome, right? The mm. grapes are like bleeding for longer. So they were like, okay, you're our girl. We want, <laughs> we want like, so, like a skull and some roses, but like in a really like interesting, you know, different way that, you yeah. know, it's been seen before that kind of thing. So I'm like, all right, I, let, let's do this. It's on. That's so cool. So, so that like leads me perfectly into our topic of discussion today of Halloween. Uh-huh. Um, and even just talk, hearing like the skulls and the bleeding, you know, I love skulls. I love all that like stuff. And I don't know what it is about it that I, I'm always drawn to it and why I'm so drawn to Halloween. Like I was actually just right, figure, trying to figure out how to write a post for Halloween and why I love it. And I was like, I don't know why. Like I just love everything about October and Halloween. And so we just wanted to talk about that today. Um, we're going to talk about best and worst costumes, why we think that some artists, like uh, we haven't, Julie and I were talking last week, have you ever met an artist that doesn't like Halloween? Maybe it's not, doesn't be their favorite holiday, but not actually like it. I don't think so. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I guess that. also like, I mean, I guess this is a question I did want to ask you, Kat, and um, I'm just curious about this because I was thinking from the perspective, you know, there's all these art related like challenges that happen in October. And, mm-hmm. and I'm just curious, like what it is about this season that sparks so much like, you know, creativity right now. Like I, I don't, I mean, I, I, there's no correct answer. I was just curious if you had any thoughts about that. Well, I think just like, uh, if you think about, it, especially in the Midwest, like this is one of the big changes in like season and weather and um it's palpable right like you you feel change happening and i think that that's something that kind of like energizes some people right. like there's a lot of us we're all just like heck yeah pumpkin spice get out my boots and my sweater you know like everyone's excited about that stuff but i think like just on a on a deeper like human level we're just like okay change is happening time is progressing like things are happening and that's exciting. Right. So, um, I I don't know. I mean, like with Halloween, like to what Aaron was kind of asking where it's like, why do I like it so much? Why do I love, you know, fall and everything associated with it? And it's just like, I think it stems back to like your childhood most likely, right? right? Halloween was a time of getting to dress up and have fun and do classroom parties and, candy and you know going around trick-or-treating and i think it's it's tied in with a lot of probably like happy memories Mm. um but also you know as you get older it starts to be like okay now i'm gonna go to the haunted house and get the you know the stuff scared out of me and um you know going to (laughs) and going to scary movies and you know like flinching and you know whatever adrenaline It, it is adrenaline yeah and i think there's just like there's just a lot of fun around Halloween. And I think people just, you know, it's the combination of the seasons changing and like, I don't know, you just kind of feel alive. Right. Especially like when, when you get scared or I'm getting to be something else for a night, I don't have to be myself. That's fun. So, um, I don't know. I think that's kind of why I like Halloween personally. I would assume a lot of people are probably falling into that same bucket, but yeah. I also think it's an excellent like permission slip, like you just said, to be something else too. We all, I think, have some a bit of that like morbid curiosity, and whether it be in like death or like gore or things like that. Like at some sort of like elemental level, we do, and it's like a season of like permission to explore that, I guess, or permission to like embrace mm-hmm. that side of ourselves that I feel like doesn't happen in other times of the year. So I feel like that sort of like it, it, you're allowed to to go to the dark side yeah. for a little bit and like embrace that. And I think it really inspires a lot of creatives. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was actually talking to a friend last week about costumes and we were talking about, I'm always drawn to the face paint. Mm-hmm. And I was telling her, I was like, to me, it's, it's just like another form of art. It's just another way of expressing creativity. Um, not even like taking on a new identity. Um, I'm always like, what cool, like, face paint that I can I do to show like transform myself to fool everyone that I'm this not that um which is always exciting to see like I'm like oh my god I could scare myself with some of this stuff and the theater I mean those if you think of the 
makeup artists. I mean, they're called makeup artists for a reason. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're mm -hmm. artists um, for more of like the special effects and stuff. It's, it's wild what can be done nowadays um, with makeup and transforming to look like you're a hundred years older than you are. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And I think the other thing that's also really cool and I, for myself, like with the costumes and stuff like what you're talking about, I don't paint faces every day. I don't no. make costumes. Like I'm not a seamstress. Like I don't do these things every day. So it's also kind of an opportunity to like have a change in medium. Mm -hmm. so, um, so it kind of sparks a little bit of like freshness into like what you're kind of, if you're in a rut maybe, or, you know, the stuff that you're typically used to doing, it's like, oh, now I can, you know, go free and mm -hmm. you know, Absolutely. Do, do something different for a night or work on your costume for a month, whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> or a few months. No. Or, or a few. Yeah. yeah. It kind of goes back to like the change. And I, I've mm -hmm. been actually thinking a lot about this lately is like, I feel it like maybe love to know both of your perspective as artists, do we all embrace change? I mean, I think it depends artist to artist. You know, I think there are some artists that like they paint the same thing. Like, you know, they like just totally like commit to one sort of like subject matter, aesthetic, whatever. But I think they're, I don't know. I think that as we're intimidated by change, like okay. I've, I've found a lot of creative or artists that find adrenaline and inspiration through change. Like even thinking of the changing of the seasons, lots of artists are inspired by that. Um, you see a lot of artists are cool with chopping their hair off or growing it out, no, dyeing no. it green. It's almost like we are excited or ignited by change where a lot of people fear it and like resent it. Um, just like I've been like thinking about lately, I was like, huh, change. <laughs> and I was like, why does it not scare me? <laughs> um, right. And I was like, you know, a lot of creatives I find subconsciously are bold. Like there is this like... I don't, I think people think artists are sensitive da, 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 and all that stuff, but stereotypes, I think people don't realize how bold and fearless creatives and artists are. Yeah. And I think it's like in different ways, right? Like, mm -hmm. like you said, some people might want to chop their hair off or wear a bright red mohawk or, you know, yeah. whatever. Some people, you know, they're, they're very demure or quiet or sensitive, like you said, but like they can like rip out this amazing visual media that you would never expect to come from them. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, it's, I think sometimes it's like a practiced thing too. So I know that um, I know I just said a minute ago about how like some artists, they do stick kind of in their own particular aesthetic. However, I've also noticed that those artists are sometimes uh, really quick to just like let go of a painting if it's not working anymore. Mm. Like they can easily, it's like a practice and be like, it's not working anymore. Okay, I'm moving on to the next thing, whatever. And I think that there is a bit of like a practice as artists that we have to kind of not become detached from our work, but like we have to get used to like moving on to the next painting, you know, knowing when it's not working, moving on. And there's like this practice of, you know, building something and then letting it go that I think ends up happening as yeah. creators. I don't know. I'm so determined. I'm kind of that like halfway person where it's like, this isn't working. I'm going to just over 90% of the painting mm -hmm. just to fix what I think is wrong with it. Right. So there's a bit of an insanity. To yeah. It, yeah. Right? <laughs> like I think that that's kind of like the, we're, there, like there's enough passion there that when we have so many things that we're thinking about, I think at most times, like I know I can think of like 10 projects I could list right now that I like wish I was working on, but I think that's kind of like the nature of being an artist. Yeah, no, it's, it's so interesting to think about those little things. Um, Kat, do you have any, and Julia, both of you, uh, worst and best Halloween costume? So it could be like a costume fail or something that you've loved the most. You don't need to do both. If you only have one, go for it. Um, but is there one that you like, you're like, that was the best costume ever. So glad I did it. <laughs> Kat, do you want to go first? I don't know if I have a fail. I'm trying to think. Or favorite. Okay. I have all, I can go first and let you think, Kat, because <laughs> I have one that was both um, a fail and like a success. <laughs> so ah. I, when I was in, oh God, I don't know how old I was. Maybe I was in like fourth or fifth, fourth grade, I think, or third grade, I was young. And 
Um, I was obsessed with werewolves for some reason. Um, and that's like, was again, kind of, the change, right? The change transformation. <laughs> I think I was obsessed with that idea. And like, I really loved wolves at the time. And I think I just wanted to be a wolf. I don't know. So I was obsessed with werewolves and, but like, nobody like told me, I mean, I'm a hard believer that like girls can like wearables, but no one told me that like girls shouldn't like, you should dress like a princess or whatever. My mom, I have a twin uh, brother. Like, I was exactly, never a like, princess. Down, right. But like, so I'm like, mom, I want to be a wearable. My mom's like, great. That's fantastic. We're going to make you the best wearable costume. So we go to the store. I find the scariest mask ever. Like this mask is absolutely horrifying. It's like a full blown, like put it over your whole head. Like picturing little Julia. Well, I have a picture. I have a picture and I'm going to post it for this for this uh on Joseph girls i will i will absolutely deliver on this but and then i took we took like stockings and we we found like hair like fake hair and stuff and like put it on like my stockings so i had like three <laughs> legs and then we took like a, a plaid shirt and like cut holes in it, it had like fur pockets that is so cool. Really cool. <laughs> the gloves and everything. I was horrifying. I was absolutely horrifying. I was a, I was like, this is awesome. This is great. I go to school, you know, I mean, like, and we have like the, you can wear your costume to school because I'm still young enough. It's like third grade. We go to school. Kids start crying. Oh, when no. I come in. <laughs> you scared the students. I have to go in with like where the kindergartners are too. And I like, they're like crying. And I'm like, oh my God. And everyone's like, that boy is so scary. Like, why that boy dress so I'm like, I'm a friend. Like, I was I was so embarrassed. But I remember like I had one other friend who her birthday is actually on Halloween. And so she was like, No, this is fantastic. This is great. And she was like pumping me up the whole time. But um, anyway, it was it was an epic costume, but that also, is epic. The best part of it is I'm imagining you being like four feet tall. Yes. And it's like this horrifying like well, max four feet. Yeah. Here's the here was also the bad part. So I was like a really awkwardly tall kid, like when I was in third grade. Like I'm almost the same height I, I am now when I was in third grade. I'm like I was like five feet tall. So wow. I think people <laughs> thought I was an adult, like a short I don't know what scaring all the children on the playground I don't know what's wrong with you Julia (laughs) it was really bad so that's amazing that is amazing I love that (laughs) I was still my favorite good for you I'm proud that you stuck to your werewolf dream I I I stuck hardcore (laughs) did you ever do a scary costume after that I did yeah oh I kept yeah I kept going I was a vampire the next year and then (laughs) a witch the year after I think so very Love few it. times did I ever do anything that wasn't scary but yes girl yes Cat, yes. how about you did I give you enough time to think of a yeah I favorite? mean my my favorite was um stop me if I talked about it on on the last podcast actually um I don't but, think I remember but <laughs> uh I was I was a zombie businesswoman oh I don't and like about this. half of me was like normal like, you know, done oh, yeah, up, yeah. whatever. And then the other half was just like, I had like a like a latex prosthetic like on my face. So it looked like my skull was coming out. Um, I had whiteout contacts oh, where, nice. so my eyes were just completely like, you know, white and crazy looking. Um, and then I think I had like, I had painted like, you know, my skin and everything. So it looked like it was all, you know, rotting and decrepit and up into my hairline. I had blood going everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, my I shredded half of my my business shirt up because so I looked like I got attacked, you know, a zombie attack, whatever. Shredded one one leg of my pantyhose, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, it was great because like at that point we were like walking around bar to bar, and I literally had grown men like screaming and running away from me, and I was just like. Yes. yes, winner. Well, sensing a trend that the sign of success is that we make people cry. <laughs> yes, yeah. Shrieking. Shoot, is I haven't done that list. yet. <laughs> yeah, but again, this is like the concept of change, right? So, because mm-hmm. one half of me, people yeah. were like, they're like, oh hey, and then I would exactly. turn, oh, and they, yeah, and then they would freak out. That's like so it, funny. yeah. But it was so much fun, just like seeing everybody's scary reactions people. the whole night. Yeah, scary. That is so it, true. It, it was funny because it wasn't the girls. Yeah, the girls, those guys that were freaking out. It was because they probably men. were like approaching you, like, "Oh, who's this <laughs> girl?" And then we're like, "Absolutely," Whoa. you know. So yeah, <laughs> right. Like she's going to eat me. Yeah, <laughs> brains. 
That's yeah. That's interesting. That is interesting. See, also, I well, maybe because I people associate costumes more with makeup, face paint. You do see more females put the full face paint on than males. Not always. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Brandon let me do his face paint, but he wasn't going to do it himself. <laughs> he's still waiting for me to tell him what he's going to be for Halloween this year. I said, Perfect. you're on your own. Aaron, do you have his favorite costume? Um, I, that's that's also like, I think like Cow saying, it's tough to like pinpoint which one was my favorite, but I think I did have the most fun. I've done a skeleton a couple times. Um, I feel like I've just like mastered the skull, <laughs> the skeleton face. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think playing with like how the outfit comes together has been fun. Just like how, or even just like messy, like my skeletons that I've done in the past, they're not all the same. They're all slightly different. I was even mm-hmm. contemplating on doing it again this year. Um, and I used, I mean, all my costumes in the past, I always did the contacts, the colored contacts. I was a zombie one year. That one was kind of a success and a fail. This was college. And I think I got a little bit of that, like effect on the males too. They're like, Whoa. And, uh, but also it was a little bit of a fail because I ended up like actually like ripping a bunch of like cloth and wrapping it around. So it was much harder to go to the bathroom than I thought. I mean, I had Mm. something on underneath. Yeah. But then I had to like rewrap myself every time. And I was in college. So I was drinking. Couple drinks in, that'd be, I yeah. was going to say that would get really challenging. Yeah. So I think it was like only a couple drinks in that I realized I can't drink and wear this costume. Um, <laughs> I do have another fail too, which I was a leopard one year. And I was like, because I wanted to do like the ch- or cheetah, because I wanted to do the like cheetah face um, paint that goes down the neck and stuff. Very simple and easy because it was when I was doing like four outfits for the week of Halloween. Yes, that was me. Um, And I got the color contacts. And something that I didn't know was you need weighted contacts. So I had the cat eyes, which has like the slit in the middle. And I became cuckoo kitty because (laughs) the like, it looked like I got knocked in the head because the contacts (laughs) were rotating. So I'd be talking to someone. And then you're like, your eyes just like like, twisting around. You're like, (laughs) that's creepy. And I was like, Ah, I was like, so you learn, you learn like when, mm-hmm. okay, so I'm like, okay, like I was going to be a snake one year. I was thinking about that. And I was like, no, cause I don't want to end up with that like crazy eye thing again. So I was like back to the drawing board. Uh, but I do also prefer the scary costumes, but I have to say it's getting harder and harder to come up with like scary ones. I find. I think revisiting like old, like, you know, classics and like doing them in a new way is always like a good call, you know, like. Speaking of classics, Mm -hmm. Bruce has, uh, his mama has purchased a uh, harness with a little Batman logo on it. And it has a little Velcro cape that goes on because he's Bruce Wayne. That's why I named him that. Oh Um, my gosh. That's amazing. So he's going to be little. Batman, bat dog. I've got my my bat girl T-shirt. That's I, awesome. I love I'm it. like, I'll probably try to spice it up a little bit. I'm like, probably my fail is probably this year just because I'm so busy. Um, you could do a really cool like face mask. Like you could paint, paint on a face mask. Yeah. I see some really cool people like take like goggles or not goggles like um two cups and then they like almost like spray paint their face so it has like that hard line and then it fades oh. as a little bit of like a gradient. So. It's like a little more, you know, less of like harsh line, but you could right. do that with like, I feel like they'd be super cool for like a bat, create like yeah. a bat face. Yeah. 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 I'm kind of at the point where I'm like, yeah, t shirt and like black leggings and I'll dress my dog up. Like he's my accessory. <laughs> he's your accessory. So, I do feel yeah. like people like eventually, like, obviously the dogs now that yeah. some at a certain point I do think people get more into dressing up their like their kids than oh, they themselves you know I mean because yeah. I get so excited too you know like I think that that's also part of it. it's like I don't have time like I want to you know like my mom like getting so excited to like help me like with my like werewolf costume like we would get so <laughs> into it from the time I was little my mom um, I love Dorothy so it's probably my my non-scary co- I was too little to like scary things but like for several years I was obsessed with Dorothy and so she hand would hand make my like Dorothy dress like each year because I would would grow it the next year so she'd like Mm -hmm. make it all over again um and so Dorothy's tough she took down the wicked witch (laughs) that's true exactly that is true um I think I wanted to be the wicked I think I was the wicked witch at one point but 
anyway, so I, I think of like my mom and similar to what Kat you were saying at the beginning was like, I think a lot of it has to do with like childhood memories. My mom being so into it was what kind of got me into it. I think. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. My mom was, my mom's a big sewer. And actually this just reminded me of something that I should be embarrassed when I was, this is kind of like your werewolf, but worse. <laughs> when I was like in first grade, I wanted to be a mouse and not like, a cute mouse. <laughs> like my mom made me this like jumpsuit that you pull on. It's like the big belly, almost like a pear, like mouse with a mouse head. And I, I was a mouse. Like who That's was like, mom, I want to be a great mouse for Halloween. Just me. And then my best friend, she's going to kill me for saying this, but her and I always like to find costumes to match. And one year, this didn't happen, but one year we were begging our moms because they are knitters to knit us. We wanted to be two peas, peas in a pod. <laughs> we wanted to paint our faces green and then have them make like a pod for us that we would like put our heads in and then like be able to unzip it so we could detach and detach. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, our mother said no. <laughs> That's pretty involved. Yeah. Actually, now that you say that, I... I had a best friend in grade school that's birthday was on Halloween. So it's so funny that you brought Me that too. up, Julia. Oh, wow. Everyone's, yeah. You all need that friend, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, and I'm born on Christmas. She was born on Halloween. I have another friend that's on St. Patrick's Day. So it's that's just so funny. We all find each other, our, these holiday people. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, we <laughs> we did Tweedledee and Tweedledum, but we did them as like Siamese twins. So we got like a 4X like polo shirt and then huge shorts from like, I don't, I think we went to like Salvation Army or Goodwill or something. And each, like we just jammed World into line. this, like we're literally wearing the clothes together and like two little like beanie hats and it was hysterical. Um, but also like try to go to the bathroom in that. <laughs> Yeah, you, you always have that buddy to go to the bathroom with you. you right, know? yeah. Good thing girls like to go to the bathroom together. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> I, I guess I'm, maybe that's a fail when you don't think of the, the bathroom, bathroom scenario. Story. Yeah, I'm excited for candy duty this year because we're um, you actually more get trick-or-treaters? I, I think so. I think we yeah. will get trick-or-treaters. And so I did actually get another costume for my trick-or-treaters because I wanted to be a scary witch. So when they Ooh. open the door, I can give them candy in my cauldron. Um We'll see I how just, that turns out. <laughs> there's a new Netflix movie that just came out and it's shoot, what is it called? Oh, it's killing me. But it's it like it's a it's kind of a revamp on um Hansel and Gretel. Oh. Oh, and I think I've seen this or I've seen ads for it's it. It's got the it's the woman that played Jessica Jones. She's the lead in it. Oh, okay, yes. Um I'm so awful at remembering names, to, but oh, I'm terrible too. But it's so good. They do this like um the makeup on like what's ultimately the the witch from Hansel yeah. and Gretel. She has like candy embedded in her Ooh. like face and in her like wow. legs and like all of the it's like the makeup job is I'll like, to watch outstanding. Just that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, her teeth are like pointed candy corns. Oh, that's creepy. It's real creepy. It's really yeah. Creepy. Yeah. I'm yeah. interested. Oh, Night Books. That's Night what it's called. Books. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. I'm interested and in what you guys great. think is going to be like the cost, like the main costumes, costumes of this year, like the trendy costumes. What do you guys think? Uh, I think you're going to see a lot of Squid Game costumes. Yes. Yes, that's true. I Which did not watch it, so I don't even know what it is. Kirk oh, and I almost did it, but then we decided that everyone was going to do it, and also it's kind of it's a it's it's very dark. So we were like, I don't yeah. know. Like we were like, it's, I mean, like it's good, but we were like, it just feels a little dark. Um, but that's good for Halloween. Dark it is good for Halloween. Halloween. It's perfect for Halloween. But I was just like, I don't know. Yeah. I Kirk, Kirk and I, when I were we first we watched it kind of early. One mm -hmm. of the people we were like, I don't know how this yeah, is received yet. And so I was like, I like this idea, but I'm like, what if people think it's, I don't know. You know what I mean? I was we like, don't get it. Now it's like this massive. And now it's like a massive thing. Like so. biggest. Yeah. I'm usually late yeah. to watching every like hot show because mm -hmm. I just, until I'm just told stubborn. it's like super cool, then I'm yeah. like, okay, fine. It's worth my time. <laughs> You're like, I'm not going to do what everybody else does. Yeah. Well, Hocus Pocus is coming out with Ooh. a re a second version. Oh, really? Uh-oh. Yeah. I don't know. How do we feel I, about that, though? I have... Mm, exactly. I'm mm -hmm. a little... I don't think it's necessary. 
but I yeah. do, I will watch it. I believe they're trying to do a bunch of digitalization. It's being filmed in Rhode Island. My family knows I'm like a massive Hocus Pocus fan. So I was sent like, everyone sent me an it's article about It's not a reboot. Hocus it's like a sequel. It's a sequel. Okay. Yeah. okay. That, that's better. I feel like it was me like it's a, just a plain reboot. I'd be like, no, Why? it's the same. Yeah. Sarah Jessica okay. Parker will be back. Oh, um, wow. I think they've got two of the three original. I think that Midler. Yeah. Yes. I think she also agreed. I don't know who the last, the other woman is. I don't um, know her name, but I, I don't see either, her face. I yeah. don't know if she's going to be in it, but they were apparently doing a lot of like digitalization for the pre. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's like to bring in other characters that maybe, who knows? I don't know. They're, well, the whole thing the was scenes. that they were trying to stay young forever, right? So it's probably going to be a lot oh. of like old to young or young to old CG stuff happening, yeah. right? Yeah, one of the characters transforms into a cat and from a cat. Where could they take it? They died. No, I I think didn't they just go poof at the end? (laughs) I I think there was. I if I remember correctly, funny. I don't remember. Small when I I watched it last year, so I'm like it's a little fresher. Really, just bought the DVD. I I feel like there was a small opening for like a reboot. Like I kind of remember at the end, early in a reboot for a sequel. Like I feel like there was a small like some scene at the very end where it was like ominous or something yeah. i could be completely wrong on that but i thought i'll watch it this was. week and i'll figure it out mm-hmm. but just want to share that news i think it's going to be out next year or the following okay yeah. so but they are filming in rhode island because my dad sent it to me he's like they're i think they're casting for extras and i was like <laughs> oh maybe maybe i should yeah. make a trip to rhode island <laughs> i was like my family's all out there i can stay with somebody as long as I can just be on set to absorb, observe it. I want to just yeah. watch the makeup artists like do their thing. You just show like, up okay, and you're like, here. I've got the human fat candle that yes. the virgin needs to light. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm here. I'm ready. I'll bring a hocus pocus hat. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm. But going back to like trendy costumes, I'm curious. I am curious to see like what else might be like the go-to costume. I mean, you always are going to see. Um, trying to think of some of the I mean there's a lot of couples costumes that you usually see that are on repeat I Um, struggle with the couples costume like Kirk and I have one this year but it's always so hard it's like it just feels limiting you know it's like it feels limiting and like to what he will part do you know (laughs) like I'm like oh god so like because I know I can go all out like I know I can Mm -hmm. but like him I I'd be I can we can kind of do it like there's but there's definitely like a a boundary. So. Like, Baby, I'm going to need you to wear some fur pantyhose. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> One yeah. of these years, I think I should just not tell, I'm like, not tell Kirk and just be like, we're, it's a surprise. Like, you're just going to have to go with it and be a good sport. And like, you, you're going to figure out the night of. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I gave up on the, co- like, I told Brandon, like, every man for themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't come up with creative enough couples. Think- so I'm just like, I'm just going to focus on what I'm going to be. And then, I think we have a good one this year. I, I'm happy with the one we're doing. We're Kirk is Edgar Allan Poe, and oh, I'm yeah. the Raven. Ooh. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. So you get to be so. kind of spooky too. I do. Yeah, I found like a fun mask and like um, this like shoulder like oh, yeah. bib, if you will, I've that has those. like feathers. But it's not like a neck. It's just like shoulders. And then I have oh. like feather like wristbands too. Are you like yeah. are you like classy like black swan kind it's of like Schitt's raven Creek. kind of because I have like a um More like a masquerade <laughs> yes I have like a masquerade sorry I just like those are like the opposite ends of the spectrum I right? know but yeah. I think that's what a lot of people are gonna be this year too mm-hmm. Moira Rose in her crow costume I can you know I can be both when I'm by myself that's what I can be and then when I'm with Kirk I'm, I'm the raven there you so, go yep oh perfect. my gosh. Yeah, it'll be fun. I thought like it was kind of. I'm just gonna wear it like all black, and then I have like the face mask, and it's just pretty. That's perfect. Easy. So together, I think it makes it more creative. So definitely. Oh, I that's think it's cool. That's cute. Thanks. I was. Idea. I was like, he won't do face paint. He just has to wear a suit and look like an old writer. You know. So, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> done and done. Done done. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, is Inktober in full effect right now? Julia, it, are you it doing is. it? Um, I am way too busy for my own good as well at the moment. And so like, yeah. I couldn't do it. So I, I just kind of made <laughs> I my I saw Aaron's face. I didn't even ask. Yeah. I did my, I'm doing my I committed own. to do it, but I haven't done it. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. 
I'm doing my own where I've been doing a lot of cities lately. And so I just wanted to do like a spooky spin on the city scenes I've been doing. So I'm just doing four watercolors that are like spooky city scenes. And then I'm doing, I'm doing them as a giveaway. So they're small and just kind of for fun. And cause I have too many other things, but um, yeah. maybe, maybe in, in the future, I'm, I think I'm going to be scaling back on commissions hopefully soon. And then I can just do more of my own original stuff. So Mm-hmm. that's the hope <laughs> at that's least exciting yeah, yeah. I need yeah to do every it. year everybody's like do Inktober and I'm just like with what time yeah. um yeah. I mean I think the concept is really cool especially if you're a person that like loves to have um prompts or it helps you work mm-hmm. right to be able to have a prompt every day but I'm just I'm also just like the way that I work and the pe- type of pieces that I do you're very detailed that and the scale that I like to work in, I'm just yeah. like, I can't do a piece a day. Yeah. Yeah. Just and I think no that's way. completely fair. I mean, especially if it's something that like we want to post and have it be like professional, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's it's difficult to to do that and have it be daily. Like I, I think if someone really if I wanted to do it, I'd probably would have would have to start like months before, you know, to right. actually get it. And then at that point I'm like, is that cheating know. though? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you don't know the prompts yet. No. Right. I, I don't know. That's true. I'm like stressing. So I committed to, I said I would do four this year. Um, <laughs> 10 minutes, little, have done zero. I'll admit it. <laughs> I find myself like sitting there staring at the prompts, being like, how creative can I get? What yes. can I think so abstract? Right. I need to be the best abstract out there, like, like crow. What can I do that's like not actually a crow, but a crow? Like, yeah, and I'm like, well, why am I just draw just, a stinking crow? Yeah, yeah. So I, I found it's a part of it stressing yeah. me out because we're like, we're artists. We have to be bold. We have to be different. Remember, this is going just, back to your. It is true. And I'm yeah. like spiraling out, and I'm like, why am I overthinking this? Right. I think that that's also part of what is great about it, though, is because of the pace of it, you kind of can't overthink it. Mm-hmm. So like to be contrasting to what I just said about how I feel like I need to put out like a very professional polished product. Like, I don't think that's actually really the point, the point. No. of it. Like, I really think the point of it um, at its core is just to like be doing it together. So there's a person um, in my so I, I run this like artist group, and he is huge on Inktober. Like, that's how he basically got that's why he started his Instagram. That's how he like got into like drawing period. Like he just, he just decided he thought that'd be really cool. And now he has like all these friends and they all like have like group chats where they talk about what their prompts going to be. And it's like really built like community around this time of year. So like, I don't know, like, I think it's kind of like at its best, like, and he's doing, okay, this is insane. He's, he's doing four different calendars. So he's doing four different like prompts, prompts a day. Yeah. So let me ask, okay, just because I I have never done it. Is yeah, I haven't either. <laughs> is it solely um, pen and ink, or can no. you? Okay, it doesn't have well, to be. It depends on what, it's, like the proper Inktober is like ink, but then you also have mm-hmm. Sketchtober. So it's like I think there's supposed to be more like people quick... have all sorts of different calendars yeah. and rules and that you can choose to follow or not. And okay. I know one of them that he's doing is. Um, based on you can only use like the products like he's doing it like with this team of so they like sent him products to use for his so it's kind of like a bit of like a marketing thing Mm -hmm. right for them so like you know people have really like you know done all sorts of marketing ploys with it i thought you meant it was like uh like chopped on food network where you get the basket of mystery ingredients like like something out of this i like that idea yeah that was um what was that fashion runway? Um, oh my gosh, how can I Project Runway? This? Project Runway. Yeah. When there was one season, it was probably my favorite episode when they had to go into the grocery store. And that's yeah. all they could use was <laughs> stuff from a grocery store to make a dress. And my favorite was the corn husk dress. It was Ooh. so beautiful. But I wow. think it's, I love when it's like, here are your things, now make something out of it. Like constraints. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like a challenge. Maybe like it's, I don't want to say it's more of a craft to me, but it's not necessarily something that it's like my painting or art that I would traditionally make. But I do think it's always just like a fun, like those are the kinds of like team building exercises I like opposed to the ones that are like climb this bridge and or Tr- whatever. Trust fall. Yeah. Name, remember this person's name and hop three times. I'm like, no, <laughs> okay. 
I, I agree. I think when you have the constraints, it really is like a breeding ground for creativity, right? Which I think is like what this calendar is supposed to be. It's like, we're going to give you a constraint every day and then you can kind of like explore within that. Um, and I think that that's usually where like, I don't know, like, like who, who would think to make a corn husk dress otherwise, you know, like nobody, but because you're put in that environment or like, for example, you know, I wouldn't normally, um, paint a crow, but it's like, okay, I'm doing it. Cause I'm doing this part of this calendar. So it's like a way to kind of grow and try new things too. I think. I kind of do creepy stuff year round. So that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, should I just do like fuzzy cute things for October? Yes. Maybe that is interesting. A yeah. it with like some marshmallows in it, mm -hmm. <laughs> a s'more. There you <laughs> you go. should do that. A little ghost. That's like that a would be kind of happy marshmallow from you. Yeah, well, people be like frightened. I remember <laughs> last year, yeah, <laughs> you were really into um, oh my gosh, I hope I don't octopus. mess this up. Octopus, yes, mm -hmm. octopi. Um, and is there any kind of like creature or motif that you're using right now that you really like? Or is it still uh, the octopus? I well, I'm putting out a skate deck in just a matter of days here. It's gonna uh, be a YouTube video and it's going up for sale on my website. Um, it's a couple of like melting ice cream skulls, like oh, on a cool. cone. Did you say skate deck? Yeah. Like a longboard skateboard. Ah, okay. Just yeah. for those that don't know what a skate deck is. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it's just the, the deck itself with no wheels or hardware or okay. anything. So for um, you, like, would it be something that a skateboarder would want to have or, or would it be a collector's item or is it purely, um, decorative? Uh, I mean, I made it with the the purpose of it being decorative but if mm -hmm. you really wanted to you know put the truck and wheels and all of that jazz on it you could skate it yeah so um maybe yeah. a professional skater out there wants to represent your artwork i'll take it <laughs> but i would i would probably cry a little bit if i saw somebody like grinding on a rail with That's my so artwork for like one getting ruined. competition and so when they flip up, they can see, everyone can see it and take some snapshots. That'd be actually a really cool content. <laughs> that would be cool, but I'd also be like, then say I would cry oh! if, if someone. Yeah, you'd was... have to you'd have to produce like a skin for it, like a protective skin, yeah, or like you could print it and just like skin an actual board with a replica cup. Well, I'll be selling replica boards online oh, that cool. people can. I mean, they're less expensive than what the original yeah. is going to go for. So if they really wanted to skate it, it's. Um, more reasonably priced and yes it wouldn't cause me to cry right so um <laughs> so still doing skulls um you asked about creatures so i actually have an interesting um collaboration with um i don't know if i would call them like a furniture company but they make um like legs and like steel mm. legs for furniture and um shelving and all of that kind of stuff so it's like you can buy these things and then like make your own tabletop and then just, you know, put the legs on. Like if you watched my video with the Ikea cabinet mm -hmm. hack, um, okay. yeah. those are the legs that I used on it. Mm -hmm. I used that okay. company's legs. So um, they basically were putting out kind of like a call for creators to come up with some ideas. Um, they're supposed to be kicking it off here in October at some point. But um, I basically came to them and was like, okay, so my idea roughly is like centipede table. And they're like, tell us more. So, um, so how many legs or are there, are there going to be like a ton of legs on this table? Yes. So <laughs> they're like, yes. Yeah. More so <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, and it's like, uh, they kind of cater to like the DIY kind of community and makers mm -hmm. and like woodworkers and that kind of stuff. So to kind of have an artist come into the mix and be like, Hey, I think we can do some really cool stuff and actually have it border on being sort of sculptural. Mm -hmm. um, let's just see what kind of crazy wacky stuff we can come up with. They were like, okay. So um, the idea basically is that I'm going to do like a dining table that kind of functions like leaves. So it's going to be like an interior mm -hmm. table that'll have four legs, two pieces on the outside that'll kind of like lever onto it, like a, like table leaves uh -huh. the interior table has four legs the two outer ones have two legs each when the center table is removed the two pieces can slide together and become a separate table so you can actually end up with two functioning pieces of furniture at the end of the day if you want to wow. or one really long dining table 
And the idea is that I'm going to paint artwork onto the, the surface of the tabletop that no matter if the centerpiece is mm. installed or is separate, when it slides fit. together, the, the art will still continue, continue. and make sense. With yeah. wallpaper. That's so sort cool. of, yeah. <laughs> like I mean, like thinking about the math of it, like you have to make sure it's symmetrical. The sides connect perfectly. Yes. Yeah. So that's really cool. So that's that is coming up soon at some point here. Yeah. So I'm going to be kind of getting into a little bit of furniture design. It's just really cool to see how like you have really, you know, since the last time we spoke, like you're no longer really just painting on canvas. Like you're oh yeah, completely off, like doing, you know, painting on skateboards, painting on tables, painting on furniture. And like, I think that that's really, really cool. And I think it shows like, you know, kind of depth you have as an artist and do you think a lot of this is influenced also by the industrial maker too because of his stuff being like you know a lot of furniture and things like that too i think honestly my love for it i was going to be a sculpture major okay in college yeah. so i i liked being in the workshop my dad Got was it. an industrial arts teacher so like i'm comfortable being in the workshop using tools like doing all those kinds of things working in 3d um welding, woodworking, all of mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. So like, I've always kind of had a love for it, but you know, working with the industrial maker, it's like, now I have Access a giant workshop and tons of tools mm -hmm. that I can use. Cause a lot of people like you live in an apartment, like how are you going to make this kind of stuff? You know? So the fact that now I have, you know, workshop space where I can do some of these things is definitely like opening up all of these different avenues for me to kind of change up my, my media and, you know, do bigger and go, you know, 3D. So um, I'm excited. That is exciting. Awesome. Well, we're looking forward to seeing those pieces for wait. sure. Definitely yeah, share man. with us and we'll, and we'll post it on our, uh, on our page. Cause I'm sure everyone's going to want to see that. Absolutely. I will make sure you guys see it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Kat, where can people find you and follow you? Um, I have my YouTube channel, Kat Leapins Art. Um, I also am on Instagram, uh, cat underscore leapins underscore art i have a facebook page guess what it's cat leapins art <laughs> and um gosh i think i also have tiktok you can find me there uh perfect i'm old so i don't have fuzzies for tiktok you can cut that part out but uh <laughs> same yeah it's tough <laughs> i'm i'm not really even into it that much so it's i have it's it uh, you know what? It. It's it's not that TikTok is a bad platform or anything. I think no. it's just when you're a person, like I focus a, most of what I do for longer form content. Like I'm right. going to make yeah. a 15 minute long video with explanation and, you know, like background and everything. And to try to whittle that down to 15 seconds or like, um, what is it now? Like three minutes, even that at the most, it's, it's, yeah. it's just like, dang, how do you do that and tell any kind of story? I try, people do it. Yeah. I have a hard time wrapping my brain around it. So I right. think maybe it's my own issue, but you know. Well, as a consumer, I like everybody. don't, right. I don't like the different links. Like I would rather have had them just kept it short and it was just like little snippets and it was just like the dance or whatever, not necessarily the tutorials, like the six minutes and three minutes. I'm like, I don't want to like open one thinking I'm seeing this quick little like fun thing. And then it's like six minutes long. I'm gonna be like, no longer they keep you mm -hmm. on the app the more money they make so that's that's the goal yeah, i think they're monopolizing on your confusion mm -hmm. yeah exactly exactly awesome and you said you have the when is the skate deck um being released or what's the most what's the upcoming launch you have yeah that's going to be this week this so week. Okay. yeah oh. um so the video is going to be going up on my youtube channel and then the deck will be for sale on my website so you can also find my stuff there at catleapensart.com perfect so basically <laughs> anywhere yeah. that you can go on the internet cat is there so yes. you can google it yep. <laughs> yes Buy my merch. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you. No. It's perfect for this time of year too. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Well, Kat, thank you so much. This was so fun to catch up, talk about, you know, Halloween and all the fun, creative things. So we appreciate you taking the time. Absolutely. This is so much fun.